What would you do? A woman from Atlanta, away on vacation. A neighbor called asking if she'd ordered someone to tear down her unoccupied home. Susan Hodgson replied no. Her friend then said, well, there's someone over there who tore it all down. It wasn't Susan's main home, but it had been in her family for years. The taxes were paid, the grass was cut, now it's a pile of rubble, no thanks to a case of mistaken addresses. Susan's friend rushed out and told the demo crew that they had the wrong home. They didn't listen. Then the friend demanded to see the permit, and when they pulled it out, they realized the mistake. Needless to say, an investigation is underway. What do we build our lives on? Jesus said, don't build your life on sands, but on the rock. We all need to hear his words and put them into practice. The wise build their lives upon Christ, the solid rock. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're in a series called Experience the Old Testament. Something I've wanted to do for a long time. Produce programs looking at the most famous passages in the Old Testament We know that the Old Testament is the more neglected part of Scripture. Some of the stories are strange to our 21st century years. Prophetic passages are hard to understand. The genealogies can seem long-winded. And yet, they are all God's Word. Yes, even the genealogies. What's more, the Old Testament teaches us about Jesus. We'll see that today as we look at Ezekiel 37, that famous passage, the story of the Valley of Dry Bones. Ezekiel connected them dry bones. Ezekiel connected them dry bones. Ezekiel connected them dry bones. Now hear the word of the Lord. A spiritual from the 1940s by the Delta Rhythm Boys, Dem Dry Bones. And of course, they're singing about the great prophecy of Ezekiel as he looked over the Valley of Dry Bones. And the Lord told him to proclaim this is what the Sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you, and you will come to life. The hand of the Lord was upon me, and carried me out in the Spirit of the Lord, and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones, and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. Stay with me. This is one of the most exciting and powerful prophecies in the Old Testament that points us to Jesus. And I want you to experience with me this passage today. And speaking of experiences, you just heard an excerpt from Haven Ministries' brand new production called Experience the Old Testament, 10 Stories of Deliverance. We'll hear more from this dramatic reading a little bit later. Then afterwards, I want to send you a copy of this double CD for your gift to the ministry. All of these dramatic readings are from British-Canadian actor Ted Staunton, and they're set to original music. My wife Janet and I are listening to these right now for our devotional time in the morning. And I have to say, we've been quite blessed by listening. Time and time again, the Bible talks about hearing God's Word and the blessing that comes from that. And that's what I want you and your loved ones to experience. Experience the Old Testament in a mighty way so you can enjoy and be blessed. So after the program, come to our website, 
Here's samples from the CD, and then make your gift at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And just a note, the CD comes with a digital download as well. And if you just want the digital version, we have that for your gift as well. You can also call us after the program at 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. Now let's open with Lauren Daigle.
Come Alive, Dry Bones, Lauren Daigle, here on this Haven Today in a program called Experience the Old Testament. I'm Charles Morris. Ezekiel had a unique experience as a prophet. He was called to serve Judah, the southern kingdom of Israel. He had none other than Josiah as king. Now, you may know Josiah. He was the child. Yes, you heard that right. A child who reigned over Judah and brought the people back to living in devotion to the Lord. He was a wonderful king. But once he died, his successors were anything but godly. Judgment would come for them. And Ezekiel was tasked with giving that message. If Judah continued in their ways of false worship, abusing their neighbors, looking like all the other nations around them, then their land, their temple, and their kingdom would be taken away from them. Now, that's a sobering message. But thank the Lord, that's not the end of the story. In the midst of judgment, a message of hope was given. This is not the end of the line of Israel, but God is using judgment to bring Israel back to himself. He wants his people to be humble and contrite for their sins. Ezekiel 37 is one such message of hope. Let's listen to a few verses from this incredible passage. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold... There were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live, and I will lay sinews upon you, and will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord." So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a shaking, and the bones came together, bone to his bone, and when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came up upon them, and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. Then said he unto me, Prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. Then said he unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried, and our hope is lost. We are cut off for our parts. Therefore prophesy, and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, 
Behold, O oh my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. And ye shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O oh my people, and brought you up out of your graves and shall put my spirit in you and ye shall live and I shall place you in your own land. Then shall ye know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, saith the Lord. The Book of Ezekiel, chapter 37, verses 1 to 14. That was Ted Staunton reading to us dramatically from Ezekiel 37. A passage as bold as this one deserves to be read with the passion of a man like my friend Ted. I hope you enjoyed this sneak peek into our experience, the Old Testament CD project. It's available to you for your gift to the ministry. I shared this with you a few moments ago, but Ezekiel 37 brings a message of hope in the midst of judgment. You might be wondering, in what way? Well, let's go through the passage together, shall we? The Lord brought Ezekiel to an unknown valley. We're not given the name, but that's purposeful. Ezekiel was brought to this valley through a vision of the Lord. But it is incredibly lifelike. You may have had dreams where you didn't realize you were dreaming until you woke up. I imagine this vision was as real to Ezekiel as that. You can tell by the vivid imagery and details that he provides us. He slowly approached the scene could be considered something quite spooky. It is, of course, late October. To whom do these bones belong to? Well, we'll find out soon enough. Well, we'll find out soon enough. But suffice it to say, there are a lot of dead people in this vision. The Lord asked Ezekiel a curious question. Son of man, can these bones live? Ezekiel responded that only God knows what would you have said? Biologically speaking, it seems as though we're past the point of resurrection. We just have bones, no flesh, no muscles, organs, no brain. Nature has run its course on these dead bodies. They have been dried out in the heat of a desert valley. But the Lord commanded Ezekiel to speak to those dry bones. Now, this is, of course, a a strange passage, isn't it? But stick with me. It'll be worth it in the end. Here's what Ezekiel was commanded to say. Prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. What we thought was impossible, the Lord made possible. Reality through the words that came out of Ezekiel's mouth. It reminds me of another incredible work of God long ago. You know what I'm hinting at? God's work of creation. He made all things from nothing, simply by speaking it into existence. God creates and he recreates by the word of his power. This is good news for the people of Israel. 
They were dry. They were spiritually dry. They had abandoned the Lord by worshiping false gods and not following his commands. But the Lord remained faithful to them. His promises would come true despite Israel. But this didn't mean that they would simply remain the same, stubborn and rebellious people they were. They were in need of recreation to be brought back from spiritual death. Verse 11, and right after that, tells us the significance of our passage. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore, prophesy and say to them, This is what the sovereign Lord says, My people, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and bring you up from them, I will put my spirit in you, and you will live, and I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken, and I have done it, declares the Lord. Now, that is an amazing piece of good news for God's people. They were as good as dead, their bones wasting away in that valley. But then the Lord intervened. His breath came upon the bones and gave them life. He reversed the biological process in a display of his divine power. And he did this so that God's people would know that this was not of their own doing. It was the Lord's doing. Ezekiel 37 is a great Old Testament passage of good news for us as well. It points us to our salvation. We were also as good as dead. And before we met Jesus, we were following our own foolish desires. We were spiritually dead in the valley, but the Spirit of God came upon us and gave us new life. Theologians use a word for this, regeneration to describe this work of God. We could not cause ourselves to live again, just like those dry bones could not make themselves live again. The Lord has to intervene, and thank God he does. You know, this hope is not just for us to keep to ourselves. Every day we go out into a world filled with dry bones. Yes, we may see our family members or co-workers in good health, but spiritually speaking, they're dead. They're nothing but bones in a valley. But we have the news that they need to hear. New life in Jesus Christ. We aren't prophets like Ezekiel, but the Lord may use you and me like he did Ezekiel in this passage. The words that you speak about Jesus could be used to bring life to those who don't know Christ. So let me encourage you, my friend, Share the good news with others. Receive the good news yourself. We have a message that gives life to those who need it. Speak, O Lord, as we come to you to receive the food of your holy word. Take your truth Planted deep in us, shape and fashion us in your life.
Kristen Getty, speak, O Lord. Here on this Haven Today, I'm Charles Morris experiencing the Old Testament with you. Well, as I've already said this week, I'm pretty excited to share with you this new resource that we've produced. It's called Experience the Old Testament, 10 Stories of Deliverance. On this double CD, Ted Staunton dramatically reads from well-known passages in the Old Testament accompanied by original music produced just for this project by Richard Charter. Over the course of an hour and a half, you'll hear familiar Bible stories come to life in a new way. And these stories from the Old Testament are much more than moralistic principles. They are going to point you to Jesus. All of Scripture is all about Jesus, but sometimes that's more hard to see. So I put in a commentary sharing how each story will point us to the Messiah. My hope is that this project will excite you about Scripture more and ultimately point you to our Savior. 
And as I said, my wife and I have been using this this week for our morning devotion time that we have together when we also pray. And we've been so blessed by hearing God's word read aloud. And I want you to experience this same blessing. So for your gift to the ministry, I want to send you a copy of this double CD set called Experience the Old Testament, 10 Stories of Deliverance. You can listen to a sample and see all of the 10 stories that we've selected for you when you visit us at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And while you're there, you can make your gift and request your CD, which comes with a digital download as well. And if you just want the digital copy, we have that for you as well. Or call us right now, make your gift, and we'll get you the CD set and the digital link. Our number to call is 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. And as war continues in the Middle East, if you wanted to help displaced people in Israel, we still have our Help and Hope for Israel fund open. Every dollar you send will go to Jews for Jesus. We're wiring it directly to them. They're at work in Israel, helping those with physical needs. They're also handing out New Testaments and Psalms. And surprisingly, more people are wanting to read the New Testament in Israel during this war. Ask about it when you call. Read about it when you go online. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Come back again tomorrow on Friday when again together we'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Every now and then a story comes out where a person was wrongly imprisoned. Could you imagine being jailed for a crime you didn't commit? Though these individuals are usually compensated financially, you can't put a dollar amount on years lost. Though earthly justice systems may fail and we may even experience injustice, all is not lost. We believe in a God who promises to make all things right. King Solomon calls upon the Lord to act as judge in 1 Kings 8. Hear from heaven and act. Condemn the guilty and vindicate the innocent. When you see evil roaming this earth, we can utter these words. Condemn the guilty, vindicate the innocent, and we can say this, knowing the judge of all the earth will do right. Get daily encouragement with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.